Welcome into this week's edition of Corbett's Corners. Football is back. Yes, it was Mason Rudolph. It was the Hall of Fame game. It was 16-3 to preseason football, but we are inching closer to back to regular scheduled programming. Uh, we're going to get uh, different team outlooks from our various fans that you've heard from in the Dylan Corbett Podcast Network. Back to regular Corbett's. I started out hot last week, and then I got cold. Um, but we're wrapping up what's been a busy summer. And once football begins, uh, really in the next two weeks, we are going to get locked and loaded here. Um, lots of big things coming here. Uh, do want to first start with NBA free agency, which was uh, the news at the beginning of this week. And uh, still some Kawhi Leonard, right? You've heard me float out that is he going to Miami? You've got people saying, oh, this is clickbait. Is that cap? Uh, we haven't heard from Kawhi yet. Right. That's kind of the last piece of the puzzle we're waiting on. Here's what we have heard from. And it's Bulls fans. Come on, guys. Lonzo has never made it to a playoff game. Uh, Zach Levine, you guys are. Yeah, he's a scorer, but he's ball dominant. Lonzo's improved as a three point shooter, but four years, 85 mil. DeMar DeRozan, never won in Toronto, gets traded. The Spurs have this incredible streak of always making the playoffs. He missed the playoffs as a spur two of the last three seasons. What are we celebrating there for three years? 85 mil for DeMar DeRozan. And this one was the cherry on top. Alex Caruso. Four years, 37 million. For a borderline backup point guard who looks funny. Um, teams that are still better than you, Bulls. Uh, I, I don't know why this is. I'm, I'm hearing Eastern Conference sleeper. Uh, there are still nine teams better than the Bulls, and I'm going to give them to you. The 76ers, right? We'll see if Ben Simmons is still there. Even not, it's they're going to get a piece in return. The Nets. Uh, how about the Heat? We'll talk about what they did in just a little bit. The Bucks, reigning uh, NBA champs. How about the Hawks? They took a step forward. They're keeping Nate McMillan. Um, Celtics are going to be back. That's a play-in team. And maybe you could talk me out of these three, but... Hey, we'll see how it pans out. Pacers, Hornets, and how about this year's four seed, the Knicks? Congrats, Bulls fans. Big money has gotten you as the 10th best team in the East. My opinion, we'll see if I'm wrong there. Um, you may have just gotten better with the Wizards because Russell Westbrook changed teams yet again. Uh, with the Miami Heat, I'm willing to give Pat Riley the benefit of the doubt. This is a guy that won the title in 2006 to South Beach, um, as they also... Then, of course, lured LeBron James and the big player empowerment, big three of Bosch and Wade uh, got two titles there and then most recently made it to the Eastern Conference uh, champions and into the NBA finals in the bubble. They get swept out of this year's playoffs. Uh, you add Kyle Lowry, you re-sign Jimmy Butler to where you're paying him $50 million in his age 36 season. But again, that's it's just like what this Westbrook contract and Chris Paul contract has been. You're able to trade it eventually. Chris Paul just got re-up for another four years. So uh, you're taking a big kind of let's get this window. We'll pay you the money, Jimmy. Hopefully you can still add that big whale like a uh, Kyle Lowry is nice, but he's not uh, Kawhi Leonard. If you're still trying to court him as he remains uh, kind of mum as free agency keeps going. Uh, Duncan Robinson. You need him as your three-point shooter. Jimmy Butler can't shoot threes. Lowry's fine. Um, but Robinson's your guy that can hit consistently above 41%. He had 44% that season. He went off and then in the bubble. Um, so I think the Heat are still going to be in the thick of the Eastern Conference. And Pat Riley kind of taking one last, hey, 
I'm going to be in my 80s soon. Let's see if we can't get back there with Jimmy Butler, who's still you know, a great player. He had a great season when he was out there. Um, he had trouble remaining healthy, and then he was just a ghost in the playoffs. But uh, adding Lowry, another uh, piece to the Pat Riley puzzle, we'll see what they can get out of him coming up this year. What are you going to get out of Chris Paul for the next four years? Uh, the Suns. You know, I, I they they had the most bizarre route to the NBA Finals where they missed Jamal Murray with the Nuggets. They missed Anthony Davis when he got hurt in that Lakers series. Um, Kawhi Leonard. And then they were up 2-0 and eventually lost. Here are some teams I think are still better than the Suns because they were the healthiest team last year. They weren't necessarily the best. The Lakers, obviously, they're like the perimeter favorites almost every year because of LeBron. The Jazz, Nuggets are going to get Jamal Murray back. And the MVP, of course, Nikola Jokic. Will he still keep up that level? Clippers, let's see where Kawhi ends up, right, if he resigns. Uh, Warriors, locked and loaded. Klay Thompson coming back. Um, And then are the Mavericks going to be able to take that step? They no longer have Rick Carlisle at the helm. Kristaps Porzingis has never done much winning. But Luka Doncic is, of course, uh, one of the best stars in basketball now. He just showed you in the Olympics, and we'll see what he could do with the Mavs coming up this year too after I believe he signed that huge rookie extension, right? And wrapping up uh, NBA talk with the news today, Reggie Jackson, my guy, uh, re-signing with the Clippers. He quoted, uh, he said they basically revived his career, and he was Mr. October. Um when it mattered for the Clippers when they lost Kawhi, uh, I thought they were going to beat the Suns still. That was an incredible playoff run for Reggie Jackson. His 13th season. Can you believe that? Boston College's own. I'm going to give you the top three players in BC men's basketball history. Reggie Jackson, Jerry Dudley, 15 years, and he doesn't have the stats. He wasn't the player Reggie Jackson was, but he was the teammate, uh, the mind, the basketball IQ. And he got the title with the Lakers in the bubble last year. Uh, and how about Tyrese Rice? This dude was my favorite. This dude balled out in the ACC. It was like, God, a dozen years ago, never got drafted. Or maybe he was a second round pick and had a nice career overseas. He comes back and wins the the basketball tournament, the $1 million. Pri- I don't know why he was playing for Syracuse, but still Tyrese Rice balling out. You got to put him. That's my Mount Rushmore, my top three. Boston College men's basketball players. All right, so free agency for NBA. This extension news for the NFL. No, I did not check out Mason Rudolph's six-for-nine performance last night in the Steelers' 16-3 victory over the Cowboys. Uh, Come on, come on. Catch me when it's uh, regular season football, please, and Boston College football coming up too. Um, But Josh Allen, six years, $258 million. The news here is the $150 million dollars guaranteed which is the most ever um but i'm here to tell you that's not really news every quarterback gets this if you're a starting quarterback in the nfl it's just a matter of who's the next guy to get the most money kirk cousins matt ryan matt stafford jared goff uh aaron Rodgers. i mean you name it uh the the prices are just going up everywhere so i mean this wasn't really news josh allen who a lot of people questioned his first two years In the NFL, you can't question what he did last year. The Bills appear to be ascending. It's a guy with a big arm, only 25 years old. Got to lock him up. Who's next? It's uh, Mahomes got the huge money. Lamar Jackson's next, too. As news is reported that he's coming back off of COVID uh, as he returns to the team here shortly. But Josh Allen, the extension, that was the NFL news of the day. European soccer is back. 
Uh, of course, the EPL, the most prohibitive league that everyone likes to follow overseas. But how about League Une uh, over in France? Uh, I like a little PSG here. They're minus 500 to win League Une, uh, and they've won six out of the last eight titles. Last year, they lost by just one point to Lille. Lille's not as good this year. Um, and the rumors today is that they reached out to Lionel Messi, who's reportedly, I mean, this has been talked about for the last year right oh Messi's not going to Barcelona there now he is now he's not uh it's being reported today that PSG has reached out well the season starts this weekend so we'll see if Messi will be donning a French uniform French league uniform uh and that that's the most talented team in Ligue 1 obviously PSG it's just a matter if they're going to perform up to their standards uh Crossing off a couple of bucket list items for me. Well, I did a couple of years ago to going to my first Minnesota United loons game. I'm going again tomorrow supporter section the first time, which was an absolutely legendary experience. Some of the best fans you will see is soccer fans dedicated to a team. And MLS is really up and coming in the U S which is awesome to see. Uh, so we're going to be cheering on the Minnesota United loons tomorrow. MLS game crossed off a bucket list, but I am proud and pleased to say uh, that my birthday coming up here, September 12th, I'm going to get to cross off the U.S. Open men's tennis final. Oh, my God. Legendary. Problem is, it's going to be uh, week one for NFL football season, so I'm not going to be even at the premier event, but uh, maybe I can get some exclusive coverage there uh, from something that I've really grown to love, and that's professional tennis. Djokovic, too, minus 150. He's going for the calendar grand slam. That's Djokovic to, uh, to win. Uh, you know, he's the prohibitive favorite, right? Minus 150. And he could go for the first calendar grand slam in tennis, I believe in 50 to 60, 70 years, something crazy. Um, he's coming off a disappointing Olympics, Olympics finish, which I don't hate the Olympics. You're paying, you're playing for not much money. You're basically playing for free. If you don't win a medal and even the medal prize, isn't that great compared to what, you know, being a professional world number one tennis player and one of the most dominant players of all time. I think he's going to be a little bit more motivated. Obviously you want to win a medal for your country, but the money speaks, uh, especially in these rich sports like tennis and golf. Uh, so I'm excited. Maybe we'll get to see Djokovic in a final in Flushing Meadows, New York. One sporting event. I am dying to get off my bucket list, a UFC 265, whatever, you know, going to a UFC main event, title match that would be awesome there is one this weekend saturday it is ufc 265 it's gonna be awesome i mean they kind of did my guy francis and ganu a bit dirty because he couldn't take a fight up uh, close enough to their standards in enough time so this is the interim heavyweight title and it's basically uh the winner of this is going to face in ganu as in tries to get his title back after he demolished stipe miocic um uh geez i guess five to six months back but uh, so it's going to be Derek Lewis and Cyril Gane. Gane, undefeated. Lewis, a uh, very good fighter, I believe, 24 and 7 professionally. But he's coming off. I, I was on Curtis Blades as Derek Lewis was an underdog. This was the fight that got him into this title match, this interim title match for heavyweight. Blades was winning that match, and Derek Lewis just caught him with like a raw, a raw, he's got the power is what I'm trying to say. He knocks out blades. I mean, unbelievable because he caught him. This is a huge guy uh, and he caught his opponent, but Cyril Ghani is just so technical and he'll just overpower you. So the black beast, I believe is his rightful nickname there uh, for uh, Derek Lewis, but he's got the best celebration 
maybe in sports, uh, when he he just bangs the floor after knocking out an opponent and then just kind of gives him the one of those. Um, but I don't think he'll be celebrating against Cyril Gane. That dude is just an animal. I've got him over Lewis, just more technical versus raw power. But if he does catch Gane, it might be lights out for Derek Lewis, the black beast. Um, yeah. So then what, what do you think? It's going to be in Ganu Gane next. Uh, and I think I saw some prohibitive odds out on that, that in Ghana would be about a minus 160, minus 170 uh, favorite over Ghana. That would be unreal, but should be a good main card tomorrow. I'm going to be locked in after the Loons game, the nightcap for UFC 265. Here's the other thing with Derek Lewis, Houston's own. Uh, he's great behind the mic, just a great fighter. So the crowd's going to be behind him. Cyril Ghana, I just think is one of the more talented guys, up and coming fighters still you always like to root for the undefeated guy, right? See if he can keep his perfection going. Uh, that is tomorrow night. The St. Louis Cardinals just, oh my God. After one of the worst trade deadlines I can ever remember, um, just the reason it was so bad is because it was the craziest deadline. You got big names flying left and right, and here are the Cardinals just standing pat and pooping out a John Lester trade in J.A. Happ. Uh, we got worse at the trade deadline for a team that was apparently buying. Um, so one and four since the trade deadline. Great. Just got swept by the Braves. Braves, watch out. I've still got a feature on them and not only the NL East, but also to win the title. Um, but one and four since one of the worst trade deadlines I can remember. Here's what John Lester's done for us uh, since putting on a Cardinal uniform. Uh, five innings pitched, nine hits. Six earned runs, two walks, four Ks, two bombs let up. Uh, don't worry, J.A. Happ actually was fine, but he didn't give us a win. Five innings pitched, two earned runs, a walk, four Ks. He surrendered a homer. And then what the hell has happened to Giovanni Gallegos? The last two games, just a nightmare, a disaster. And, of course, Alex Reyes, we know it's a great story. He's so dominant. He's got nasty stuff. But when he doesn't have control, oh, God, it is ugly out there. Four straight walks last night. Uh, three earned runs and six total runs given up in the top of the eighth in a game that you were leading four to two, two games below 500. I don't know if I'm fully there. Mike Schilt, fire him because this was a guy that was in the NLCS two years ago. Playoffs last year, lost to a good Padres team. Playoffs are starting to slip away this year. And that's when I might be firing up the hot seat, but crazier things have happened in August and September, and especially for this birds team. So I'm hoping I'm a little bit more pissed off at John Moselock Mo uh, for what he's done in the last decade since we won the title. Um, I'm willing to sit it out on Mike Schilt, but if you still keep uh, making some poor decisions with the bullpen there, Gallegos back to back blowups. I mean, my goodness. Uh, and you lose to a team that you should be, kind of competing with for playoff contention, eight games out of the wild card. It's a tough stretch coming up for the Cardinals. Are we going to be able to make it there? Uh, that's it for Corbett's corner eventful weekend. And then we're back uh, in two weeks to a full schedule here as the NFL and college football season approaches. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week.